Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Welcome. We have a special program for you today as we get a chance to talk with John Staub from Remodel Health. We're talking about impact, leadership, and outcomes, and it's all going to be from this young man. John Staub, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. All right. I, I know I had a Mountain Dew already today, so I'm probably more pumped up than you are, <laughs> but we're excited to have you. All right. So listen, before we get started talking about your leadership role as brand development manager within Remodel Health, we really want to talk about how are you keeping your faith strong on a day-to-day basis? How are you making sure that you stay Christ-centered as a leader? Yeah. You know, remembering that Jesus is always with me. It's uh, the moments at the beginning of my day to center myself are crucial as a framework for me to build whatever it is I'm building that day, whether it's a um, podcast or it's connecting with a group and helping them through change, making sure the beginning of my day starts with who is most important to me, and that's Jesus. So uh, whether that's being in the scripture, uh, I have a little bit of a commute, so I love to listen to sermon podcasts. I love to sing along in the car to worship music, so I am that guy you might see on the road. (laughs) And uh, praying out loud is really important for me as well. Um, But then from that moment, to realize that I have a best friend with me, that I can talk to all day to think through things and kind of staying in a constant sense of prayer is uh, has been huge for me because um, going from one thing to another to another, having a stability and constant in, in Jesus is uh, I can't make it without without knowing that he's right there with me. Mm, that's so good. And such a good reminder for those of us that, um, you know, it's very easy to get busy and move ahead and not make your priorities your real priorities. So thank you for sharing that. So tell us just a little bit about Remodel Health. So we have some context of what it is that you are doing. And then tell us how you're seeing kingdom impact because of Remodel Health. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I I get to serve alongside uh, some of the most uh, incredible people uh, that I have ever met. And um, we are a group of people very passionate about serving the what we call the Big C Church. Specifically, we help Christian employers to rethink employee health care benefits. Uh, the goal is cutting costs without cutting quality to their care. Mm-hmm. Um That sounds very boring until you understand the impact that you actually can make on the organization. So in the past three years, we've helped all these organizations save around $22 million in their healthcare costs without eliminating quality. So you can think of how huge of an impact that can be, obviously, but specifically what this means is they were finally able to hire a youth pastor at the church. Um, A school was able to keep their doors open because their donorship was not as high as it used to be or attendance at the school. Uh, My favorite uh, story, and I don't know why, but it just always rings in my Mm -hmm. brain, is there was a church. They were able to save around $100,000 a year. They've got 15 employees. They took that money 
and built an addition to their current facility and they opened up a coffee shop and a rentable space for their entire community. So now they're able to be more and more connected, be able to actually serve the people around them uh, simply by rethinking something that they had just always kind of gone with before. So, yeah. I, so really uh, you're, you're helping Christian employers be better stewards of their dollars so they can stretch them further. Yeah. Stewardship is one of our key elements of our organization is being innovative, stewarding, but then most importantly, serving the people that you have, because it, if you're stewarding and you're not serving people, that's not uh, you know, you haven't hit the market. So stewarding and serving is huge for us. Mm. And it's so in, in the niche that you're in, where those are organizations that are mostly funded by donors, to know that the donor's dollar is getting added benefit or it's not, you know, being spent where it shouldn't be spent. You know, that's a huge value for you guys, even if you don't know that they hired a new youth pastor or built a coffee shop, just knowing that they can have bigger kingdom impact. That's huge. They were talking today with... We're talking today with John Staub from Remodel Health. Uh, John, where would they find Remodel? We get a lot of people listening from Christian employers today. How, where would they find you guys online? Yeah, you can go to remodelhealth.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. We try to provide as much content just for free to help people steward uh, their dollars better. We know that the better you can steward your healthcare benefits, the more money that can go into ministry. And that's our mission. Our, our, our big mission is to help save a billion dollars in healthcare costs wow. over the course next year so uh, we're well on our way and very excited to do it that's a big jump from 22 million to a billion but i'm i'm praying for it because a billion dollars back in the kingdom uh being stored is is a great one martha so john share with us just real quick what is it about your role that drives you to on your prayer knees the most yeah uh realizing that Two out of every three bankruptcies in America is caused because of health expenses and they're related Mm. to medical expenses and knowing that by helping educate in the space for people to understand something as simple as a deductible versus a max out of pocket can actually help a family protect themselves better. Um, Making sure to get the wisdom that we need as we uh, interact with leaders of organizations to help them care as best as they can for their people, but also keep the doors open and Mm -hmm. make sure they can keep moving the needle on, on the mission that God has given them specifically. So the wisdom of how to steward those dollars and then the weight that there is that healthcare is remarkably expensive and people are sick. So, you know, we pray regularly for people that we get to interact with that have very acute problems that Mm -hmm. are very expensive and then pray for God to supply the resources to take care of them uniquely as well. Awesome. All right. We'll be right back with John Staub from Remodel Health. Check him out online, remodelhealth.com. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in our mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manuals are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. 
Go to iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. Hey, welcome back as we talk with John Staub from Remodel Health about how they're changing and impacting the kingdom by helping Christian employers monitor, make save money on their health care costs mm-hmm. so many different ways. And, and we're not going to focus all on that. We're talking about leadership today, but it's so important because if you can make more resources available, John, for those Christians that are leading nonprofit organizations so that they've got more kingdom resources, we can make a bigger impact. So it's it's huge. Talk about how did God prepare you for leading today at Remodel Health? You're, you're brand development manager, so you've got people underneath you. How did God prepare you to lead? Yeah, uh, it started leading worship for my youth group when I was in my, my early teens. I'm a music guy and I've uh, grown up in a music. That makes family. sense. Healthcare and music makes sense. You, you know, not? it's a, a, a remarkable pivot, um, a God pivot, if I would, uh, if I go that far. And leading worship for youth group, I started interacting with both peers and people older than me. Uh, to lead, you know, songs and the flow of a worship service for youth group. And that helped me to begin to understand a lot of the things that I later, I feel like I've learned much better. And I was able to make a lot of mistakes early on as Mm -hmm. a young uh, teenage leader in my youth group. Um, I went to business school because I thought I was going to originally go into business. I've always been a nerd. I love spreadsheets and, you know, the data. But God opened up some doors for me to actually work in church. And so my journey into leadership actually started vocationally as just being an assistant. Um, I was just helping with this and helping with that and helping reporting to this leader and that leader and realizing Uh, the ways I liked to be led and the ways I did not like to be led Mm. things that hurt me, um, the things that helped me. And so I worked in three different churches, uh, a smaller church, a mid-sized church, and then a mega church actually. And um, all of them have different uh, organizational issues. They all have different um, department issues, but, They all have people in them. Mm -hmm. And so being able to, over the course of time, realize that leading people is about caring for them and understanding them in order to care for them best. So that's kind of a little bit of my journey, starting off as a youth worship leader, working in church for a little while, and then obviously now in business, being able to help leaders also care for their people in the midst of change. So was there a defining moment in your life that transformed the way that you led or um, did tell us about that? Yeah. So part of my story, I have a, a pretty interesting story is I actually moved with my family after I started leading worship as a kid, as a teenager, I moved to Brazil, South America, lived on the Amazon as a missionary with my family for three years. Mm. And when I was there, it helped me to see people and understand that um, God really, really loves people a lot. And to see how fortunate I am and how blessed that I am and what it means to really care for people. Uh, meeting the needs of people, 
trying to just understand people in another language. Mm -hmm. And then mostly left that season being very grateful and being able to lead out of the space of gratitude for wherever God put me. Um, that it is about caring for others with what I have been given. Mm. So as a leader, often we follow other leaders. Do you have a favorite one that you like to learn from? I know you said you like to listen to, you know, pi- uh, preachers podcasts on your way to work when you used to have a commute. Talk <laughs> about today. Who Who's a leader that you like to follow? Yeah, well, one of them that I've been following for years, uh, listen to him while I'm mowing my yard and shoveling my driveway is Kerry Newhoff. Mm-hmm. Love his leadership podcast. It is long form. So if you like long form podcasts, it's a nice, really excellent conversation. Uh, and then the bite-sized chunks. <laughs> I, I love these. So I got to just say, so yeah, long form, you mean it's more than 10 minutes. So for the average attention span of a millennial or a digital gender, that's too long. But if you're old like me, it'll be okay. That's what you were saying. Just come on and say it then. Okay, there you go. Okay, um, all right. We're talking with John Staub from Remodel Health, and he just sent a dig to us older people right there. Okay. You didn't. I, uh, there you go. You said it. I, I'm just going to laugh with you. Um, I love um, Andy Stanley, Leadership Podcast, and Craig Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them really interesting formats. Andy brings on uh, guests regularly. I love being able to hear from m- many different leaders. But I think that some of the most incredible content, particularly in change management and change theory, come from uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle. Uh, mm-hmm. His leadership podcast is awesome. And uh, I've learned a bunch from him. So what is one thing that you've learned maybe this last year that you could share with the listeners about leadership? Yeah, uh, a lot of that has come from, uh, actually, I'm going to throw out another name, mm-hmm. Ian Morgan Cron, who is on the Typology podcast. Uh, he works specifically with the Enneagram. And if, if you don't know about mm-hmm. it, then, you know, research a little bit. Um, it has been a, a fun thing to learn this year of understanding how everyone sees the world differently. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make the way they see the world right or wrong uh, when you realize that God has given everyone a unique perspective. And so growing in grace and empathy uh, through those other people using some tools like the Enneagram or Finder or DISC or all these personality mm-hmm. sciences, that's been a big thing for me because I really, I want to understand people better in order to care for them more personal. Okay, so we only have about a minute, but I, I want you to dig into this just for a little bit because I see the Enneagram as being very overwhelming. Tell a leader why they should take some time to really um, jump into that. Yeah, uh, this uh, concept of personality science helps us to grow in greater grace and empathy for one another to give you the language to communicate with each other in a way you did not before defining nominal English words with words that you that both make sense and then applying that to the conversation of how do you see this how does this make you feel this is how I feel and it makes me this is what I'm seeing those conversations 
really increase your relationship. It increases trust and it helps you get more momentum. Hmm. That's wonderful. So it's way more than just going, hey, I'm a nine. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. And it's understanding that God created us all differently. We all experience God in a different way because we're all unique. We'll be right back. Talk with John Staub from Remodel Health, remodelhealth.com. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform, and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform. That's I Work For Him PowerPod. Take control of your listening time today. Hey, welcome back. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We haven't said that in a while. We're super grateful to be here. We're talking today with John Staub from Remodel Health. If you have an organization that really wants to relook at your benefits, your health care that you're offering your people, and you want to see if you can save some money, but also make the coverage better, John says he's got your magic formula. He loves to save <laughs> kingdom resources so they can be used in other ways. Isn't I that right, John? said a whole lot more than John said. Well, I I think I summarize it faster. What, what do you think, John? Did I do okay? Yeah, there are certainly options out there to innovate your health benefits, to take care of your people and cut those costs, get money back into your ministry. Get money back in the ministry. That's huge. So, you know, John, the Alliance is all about being a place where leaders can come together and invest from getting learn from the best of the best. So what is something, what's a leadership idea or something that you would like to share with the listeners today that you're investing into them during this time together? Yeah, thanks. Um, Leadership uh, is not just about taking people in the right direction. We are certainly caring for people, just getting them there to where they need to go. But it does not end there. Because someone will not uh, feel cared for unless you help them feel cared for. And so bringing them along into the conversation of change, into the conversation of we're moving from point A to point B, here's why, here's how we're planning on getting there. Bringing someone into that conversation, educating them along the way and having buy-in is the way to not only care for them by getting them to that new spot, but making sure they feel cared for along the way. How do you do that, though? At Remodel Health, how are you guys actively helping people feel cared for? Yeah, one of the most important things is understanding people personally, hearing their story, learning how they define certain words, Hmm. understanding what is most important to them and identifying those key things that in the midst of a big change, most of us are only worried about one or two little things that maybe we have thought to ourselves and not said out loud. Maybe we've only felt it, never said it out loud, but having conversations, talking through what that change is going to look like and identifying first is the thing you're afraid of going to be negatively impacted. It often will not be. And we just make assumptions because we don't have conversations or identifying that this negative thing will happen. And how can we care for you with this specific thing in the mix of the big change? So uh, caring for people is first about understanding them, 
and letting them speak because when people talk, they, uh, they feel much more cared for. So it's about listening, but is it about love or appreciation? I mean, how do those things play into part? I mean, the listening and the love and appreciation, because that's all about understanding people. How do you do it? Well, give me yeah. an example of, of, of one of your people, how you've helped them know that they're understood. Sure. I'm going to get nerdy here again because we're going to talk about co-pays and high deductible plans. But there are a lot of times that a family that we get to work with that's part of a large organization, most people kind of get it. They're okay with it. And you have a couple people, maybe a mom or a family, and they're worried about their doctor and their health care. And they've heard bad things about this sort of plan. And we're able to help them understand first are you going to lose your doctor? Let's actually look. Let's just not make an assumption. Let's actually do the research with you. You're not alone in this. But second, if you have someone that says, I, I just want to know that I can go to my doctor for a $20 copay, that makes me feel safe. But they don't understand yet mm-hmm. that their exposure, how much risk their family, their max out of pocket is really high. You can actually lower the risk by educating them on these innovative steps along the way. So they made all these assumptions right at the beginning. They heard, oh, change, it's healthcare, it's a really big change, I'm scared. Certainly understand that, to empathize with them, have a conversation, explain. Actually, your max out-of-pocket was 13,000, but now your family's max out-of-pocket is now down to $5,000, and we're able to keep your family much safer and away from the medical bankruptcy that we Mm. see. All, all throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. And and I think the key in there is taking that time to explain rather than just going, trust me, this is better. You know, you've, you've alleviated a whole lot of fear or anxiety or whatever by showing that you care and really spending that time with that person. So along those same lines with showing that you care for somebody, has, some, has discipleship or mentoring played a role in your leadership? Did someone come in and um, as a leader and mentor you or disciple you that helped you to become a a leader that you are today? Yeah, I certainly consider myself um, simply the uh, big combination of many incredible people that God has placed in my life. Uh, Most of what I have learned has been primarily of people allowing me to just walk alongside them. Mm. And I was able to catch what they authentically did in their life. It was so much more than just sitting down for 30 minutes and going through a book. It was people that invited me to their house, invited me to sit in a meeting and to walk alongside them. Now, with that said, I do, I have got, I have a mentor. It's very, very meaningful relationship for me, but it is on the back of walking alongside. He has walked with me for years and years in real life, in real things. So I caught a whole bunch and then I get to intentionally grow that relationship as well. Speak to the leaders real quick um, that are listening and how they can do a better job of letting people catch their life. Because I think that's a that's a huge phrase right there. It really um, is. And you have about a minute. Yeah. Don't be afraid of being a human. Uh, Pastor Greg Rochelle has uh, some incredible uh, details on this that um, – People would rather follow a leader that are real than leaders that are always right is a phrase that he said. I did not make that up. Um, But what this means is it's okay for them to see you in your lawn mowing outfit 
and they come over in the afternoon to just kind of hang out with you for a little bit. It's okay for them to maybe go to the grocery store with you or go to gymnastics lessons and just sit down next to you and see you actually interact with your family. Mm. The, the more that you can interact outside of your leadership environment, the more real you become as a person. And I believe the more impactful you can, uh, the impactful difference you can actually make in their life. Mentoring and discipleship is huge. And I love the fact that you said, we just need people to walk alongside. We need people that are willing to let us walk alongside them. People that are further along in their walk in the Lord. That's just huge wisdom. John Staub, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being on the podcast today and just sharing those words of wisdom. Appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. Of course, we pray that this podcast inspired you to think higher and deeper for a greater kingdom purpose. Remember, the wisdom in this podcast came to you on its way to someone else. So if you like it, say so and share it with a friend. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I work work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number number four, him.com.